This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. With a 7-0 lead in the second quarter at the Jacksonville 21-yard line. Prescott long count, back in the gun, well protected, going deep to the right side, into the end zone, perfect throw to Hendershot, touchdown Cowboys. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. The Cowboys lose to the Jags in overtime. Anthony Davis is out for at least a month because of a foot injury. And Mike Bassick may or may not have just told a nine-year-old that he hates him because of his rooting interests. And these are people who help donate money and raise money for hey, us during Peace-a-thon. The kid's from here. He lives here. And he's a Lakers fan. It's gross. You're a, you're a Jags fan, Mike. You're from here. And a Chiefs fan. And you live here. What? <laughs> Zing. He said, what? Now it's You can't time. break a nine-year-old's heart. <laughs> you can break a 44-year-old's heart. What a weird take. Kids aren't vulnerable to they lots of emotions. Back. They bounce back like easy. I don't know if that's how that or works. Or they repress it for they later on. They don't even get emotions till 21. This yeah. kid probably has no clue what the Cowboys have done for, like, he probably knows, like, two years' worth of the Cowboys. By the way, if, you, if your emotion was heartbreak after you missed out on the ticket giveaway, they'll do it again on the G-Bag. Nation, and then Thursday we'll give away more Cowboys Eagles tickets, what? and those are going to be sweet. Now it's time for the C Block starring Corey Majors. Did you get music for me, Reggie? Thank you. If Joey Kevin doesn't get it, are you going to yell at how, him? How hurt and betrayed are you at the Haynes King news? <laughs> no, it's fine. That he, the former four star recruit, he's transferring, tra- is transferring to Georgia Tech. Hey. Really? He really want to do school, huh? <laughs> Join the club because I believe the last I saw, AM is now up to 23 players in the transfer portal. So I, I we're really doing, we're doing that number one class work. is gonna really hit, huh? <laughs> doing Dude, great. that's gonna change everything, isn't it? Like it really does feel like it's gonna change everything. When you about- say everything, what do you mean? Oh. Two years ago, we should have been in the play-in, playoff, and now we got the greatest recruiting class of all time, and now everything's on fire. Having a great recruiting class will not matter anymore. Well, you really You're won't. Right. Because by the time most of those recruits are really, truly ready to be at yeah. their best, they'll go somewhere else. So, and I'm going to be honest here, like, I do think my kid's going to play college baseball. Oh. But he his dream is to play for Texas A&M. He, he loves Texas A&M, and he also really loves Vanderbilt. Poor kid. But... Wouldn't it be best for him? And I would, I wouldn't say you have to do this. It's his life, his decision. But I'd be like, if you're gonna go to A and M and just sit there and not play your freshman year, why not go to a smaller school, play every game for play your 50 games your freshman year, and then if you're good enough, and A and M says, hey, you want to hit the transfer portal? You can be our starting second baseman yeah. or our starting center fielder. You just 
now go to A&M when it's time for you to play every day. Like, watching baseball games or watching football games isn't fun if you want to play. Or is it? Uh, it's not really that productive either. I mean, you're learning, but you're not doing. And doing is more important a lot of times. Yeah, no, I think that's a really savvy point. There was, you know, we covered a lot of signings and everything through the years. Is There was a kid who had committed to Wake Forest, and I was like, Oh, great. Like, I was really happy for him. I was like, good job. And then a couple weeks later, we were chatting about something else, and he goes, yeah, I'm not committed to Wake Forest anymore. I'm going to commit to Alabama. I was like, hmm, I think that might be a little too high. Like, I was super happy for him, but and he didn't never play, and he ended up having to transfer out. And so you have to be careful. Like, But if Alabama offered you a scholarship, I see how it's – Tough to be like, no thanks. There was another kid, though, that committed to Wake Forest. And then he won a national championship at Wake Forest. Tim Duncan? Yes, Tim Duncan. Oh, was, he didn't win a national championship. His name was Corbin was Bone. He was yes. a soccer player. Soccer. <laughs> and yeah. now he's in the World but Cup. I think, unfortunately. I don't know. Maybe That's amazing. I don't think he made it. Is oh. that you might use smaller Division One schools as junior colleges yeah. now? Because it used to be, hey, and go to Navarro, go to Blinn, go to these really good. There's one in Waco. I forget the name of that, but there's really good schools that you can go to junior college. Cam Newton went there, uh, you know, for a year, I believe, yes. uh, after you know leaving Florida, and so you. But now you don't have to go the junior college route. You can. That's still a great route to go. But you can actually go. Oh no, these. Division one schools want me. I'm going to play there as a freshman, which really stinks for those because they're like, oh, man, we got this kid. And we didn't think we were going to get him. But it's like, yeah, I'm just going to use you for a year or two. And then my junior, senior year, go to whatever school that I really wanted to go to. I I am kind of curious because we've talked about the uh, the freedom of structure before, Reggie. And I am kind of curious where there was a structure for college football and, and really did keep a lot of things in line for a sure. while. Uh, I mean, a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things that it kept in line. The control is what they kept in line. There you go. Yeah, controlled the student athlete. I just while there is a lot of freedom right now, it does feel also like it could collapse at any point. Especially with the idea we were discussing the other day: payments not coming through, the guys not getting paid. Now that I am super fascinated by, it is just weird to me that the NCAA is like. Hey, I know we turn this into a business, but I can't believe the workers are turning this into a business. <laughs> How do they like, do that? Like, that's a weird thing that they couldn't see coming is they're like, hey, this is 100% of business now. But you don't think any of these kids who are playing will ever get wise to this, right? <laughs> no chance. We're going to have this golden goose forever. And so if the money stops coming through, then I wonder if you're going to see like a slew of NIL lawsuits and everything like that. It is the that Wild West, sure. right? Like, it really is the Wild West at sure. this point, especially even with the portal yes. being able to do so many different things now. Yeah, that, that could easily replace, like, your traditional idea of recruiting. It's like, oh, signing day, we didn't do that great. But portal day, oh, man, we cleaned up. All right. Noah Brown had two touchdown catches yesterday. He was pretty good. Yeah. He had two plays, however. I'd yeah. say three touchdowns. <laughs> He didn't Come catch, on, he didn't dude. catch that one, Mike. He didn't catch it. He had three touchdown receptions. He, results. Yeah, he had results. three touchdown results. If he was playing for Ohio State's volleyball team, he made a hell of a dig. He, oh, the, uh, I am still, I know we, we discussed the, the first two plays. And, Kevin, if you run that third one, guess what? Jacksonville doesn't have a timeout to use now. Right. You know, so now they're, they're like, they're forced to look at their whole offense differently down that stretch. 
I am kind of curious. That throw from me on the big throw from Dak Prescott, I think they were just trying to get pass interference. I think they were trying to draw pass okay. interference. I don't think Noah Brown is the star quality to get the pass interference call right now. Sure. In that kind of a play. And also, Dak's throw was out of bounds, so that kind of hurt too. Does the two moments of Noah Brown, I know he had two touchdowns, is that enough for Jerry Jones to say, all right, I got to have me some stars on this team. I got to go get. I mean, we got to start T.Y. Sammy Watkins. We got to start T.Y., but Fourth I got to go pick. get. You know what's crazy? Either Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Not, or, no, don't go get Sammy or Watkins. Or Odell Beckham Jr. What's crazy about that is most of the broadcasts, they were talking about how well Noah Brown had played, and he's like, and that's why he didn't activate T.Y. Hilton. And you're like, oh. There's other not, reasons, but okay. Yeah. But, like, they were like, that's why right there. And he would make a catch, make a touchdown, make a catch, make a touchdown. And then you saw that, and you're like, huh, well, that was less than ideal. As much as I hate it, the more and more I listen to it, the more and more it seems like they are weighing their propositions of, is it worth it to just pick Odell Beckham up for the NFC Championship game? Yes. Like, that is what it feels like 100% at this point. And I just wish it was done one way or another. I hope that tomorrow morning, Jerry's on with Sean and RJ, and he's like, 100% it'll get done today, or if he's like, it's over. I know that's not going to happen, but I would love it. He was with us last week. I want it to be alive. He wants it to be alive. We no, all want no, it to you be don't. Alive. No, you don't. Jerry, if you wanted it to be alive and Beckham wants it to be alive, sign the deal. That's not true. If two people are in a deal and you both want it to happen, then it will happen. Just say you want it to happen conditionally based on it meeting the criteria that you set forth. Or unconditionally. Isn't that how love's supposed to be? Unconditional yeah. love? What nonsense that is, too. You know, do you know it's unconditional? Hey, I just ran around and hooked up with 10 people. That's fine. A new study says that you might not be driving behind the slow person as much as you think. How much, how often, <laughs> what percent of time do y'all think that you drive behind the slow person on the highway? 95% of the time. 95% of the I time. I swear, it's every time. Oh, Mike, Mike, what percent of the time do you think you're driving behind the slow person on the highway? Enough. <laughs> More than enough. Yes. I always wonder, you know, they they recreated how to get from where I live in South Dallas to the tollway, which hasn't helped one bit at all, <laughs> which it's still one lane, and all it takes is one person, one person during a day to go five miles an hour on that thing. Screw it And it's five up. miles yeah. an hour for the rest of your life. Yeah. There's, I don't know how or when it ever changes. I'm just like, I guess maybe it helped out 35 a little bit by taking it off of that, but it has not helped getting on the uh, tollway at all from South Dallas. The new study says 3% of the time Bull you spend. crap. This study was conducted by me this morning on my drive into work, and I really wanted to pay attention, and I was like, all right, how much of the time am I going to spend behind the slow person? And it was, I, I took into effect the amount of time that I drove into work, the amount of cars that each car that I was behind, and how much time I spent behind each one of those cars. I had to use my stopwatch on this, and it was only 3% of the Should time. you be using your stopwatch while you're in the I car? I was watching the World Cup while I was driving yeah, I was like, yesterday. it's better than what he typically does in the car. <laughs> Adrian was like, hey, do you, right. do you want me to hold the phone for you while, while we're driving? And I said, 
I said, I mean, I watched the entire series of The Wire like this. We're going to be fine. So, um, what? You Hold on. You never watch TV while you drive? No. And I certainly wouldn't watch The Wire. I can either confirm or deny. What? What? You're watching the World Cup in the car? No. Uh-huh. Actually, yes. Yeah, on the way to the place. I had, we like we left around nine thirty, so I was watching part of it on the way there. When you say you're rooting for um, Argentina, mm-hmm. were you like rooting, rooting? Because I didn't like I was just As when, I was when Mbappe just scored his goal. I fist pumped as you do well. It twice, Kevin. I was excited for for the good game that it was, <laughs> but also I I my interest was to see Messi win. Like that was that was the significance for me was I did want to see that happen because you love lefties. Uh, no, it's because he had oh. done everything, but he Sorry, needed that Mike. one last little thing, you know, to finish everything off. And because I love lefties, Mike. You need to redo this survey. 3% is too low. I will, you know what? I will take account today's drive on the way home. All right. I will do that as well. No. Somebody's uh, the 945 says, does this study apply to Highway 380? Doubt it. And then nope, it was 75 this morning on the way in from the 214. I am the slow person. City folk in Dallas need to chill out. Now, <laughs> you just need to move further to the right. I have I've come to accept. Just take the side street. Yeah, that if you're not good at driving or you're scared or whatever and you're in the right lane, that's fine. I can live with that. It's the person that's in the left lane is like, I will determine that you should be going two miles below the speed limit. And I'm like, no, you're in the wrong lane, Jack Nuts, as Mike would say. Move to a different lane. They should get tickets. You should hand out more tickets for ruining the highway. (laughs) Wouldn't that slow down the highway more? Because you got cops having to pull people over. But you take away their keys. Yeah. And you're like, you're done. That's not a ticket. Yeah. That's my ticket. Oh, okay. You're done. You can... if you want to go this slow, walk. I just have an image of Mike taking the keys and then just chucking them across the highway. <laughs> I can see that. Hey, like, try to luck. drive to work now. See yeah. how fast they're going? <laughs> That's how fast you should go. Try and go get your car keys now. I Yeah, I am a person who tries to get to the left lane immediately and then just go as fast as I can the entire way to where I'm supposed to go. I'm not trying to piddle around behind anybody slow. I want to get over as fast as I can. Have you noticed, though, when you do pass the person that is going way too slow... They're always on their phone. For sure. 99% or of the scared. time. They're like blue knuckles the ent- or white well, knuckles like the entire way. Well, like old and can't see, but that's rare. Usually they stop no, there's driving. Some, no, there's, there's definitely some cowards on the road. I, but I, I just, there are. I can't possibly make that turn. Hey, look, man. I could have <laughs> got out of my car and somersaulted through that intersection by the time you could have made it. There are some cowards out there uh, on the road. And, and on the, the bridge that I take all the time. They give you a 200-yard yield where you can keep going. It's impossible to get into a wreck when you take the right to try to get onto whatever that bridge is to then try to start getting to 75. And I swear, if you're listening right now, don't stop. You're not supposed to stop. You F everything up. (laughs) You're the reason there's a major traffic there. And they've given you 200 yards, not 20 yards, not 40 yards. They literally, whoever made that bridge... Thank you. It's like you don't have to ever stop unless for somehow, some way, within 200 yards, you can never veer to the left to get into the slowest lane possible to then possibly get on 35 if you wanted to do that to the tollway or then get over one more lane so you can get on whatever that thing is to start getting to 75. But there's so many people. Corey, they just stop there, and I honk my horn every time. I New York them. I just... 
Go! And they can't believe it. They're like, you crazy person. Yeah, Why go. do you want me to drive? I don't understand. Open your eyes. The people that are driving can't I'm get into you. your lane. And I'm glad I went with this instead of, here's the headline, Kevin. Wood-eating clams use their feces to dominate their habitat. I don't understand what you just said. Y'all should do that story tomorrow. That person who wrote that headline should get a raise. <laughs> We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. It's a Cowboys Monday, football Monday. Let's go back to more football news and notes, including the Chiefs making more history next right here on The Fan. Three receivers in a triangle to the left side. Mahomes hands it off to McKinnon, trying to dart left. 25-20, downfield block, 10-5, touchdown! Kansas City! Terrific run by Jarek McKinnon! KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. Cowboys Monday, football Monday galore. And don't forget, G-Bag Nation will be giving away tickets to Cowboys Eagles, and then we'll all be doing another ticket giveaway on Thursday. Thursday, if you are so inclined. All right. A lot of stuff happening in an amazingly entertaining football weekend. We just heard from the Chiefs right there. Jarek McKinnon walked it off with the 26-yard rushing touchdown after Texans fumble in overtime. Patrick Mahomes trying to get the lead back in the MVP competition. 36 of 41, 336 yards, two passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. And more importantly for them, the Chiefs win their seventh straight AFC West title. And that's, Mike, you've been talking about, you know, the whole run that they've been on for a, a while. Combination of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes has been everything that we thought it would be whenever after they did their first run together, man. It's, it's, very, it's very interesting to see them accomplish this over and over and over. And it's also fascinating, Kevin, to see that, that division can't catch up to them. Like with all the talent they, really they have can't. in that division, they just can't, they can't, it's too difficult to keep up with what they're, they're doing. And now he's kind of doing it with a new bunch of receivers and everything too. So that makes it even more impressive. I'm just surprised that the back half of the division fell off so hard. Like I know the chargers are making their run to try to make the playoffs, but the Raiders have continued to define mediocrity, if not slightly below. And then, obviously, the Broncos have just been a catastrophe this year. To your point, I think everybody thought that was going to be a very competitive situation yes. this year. And now you look at it and go, well, it wasn't competitive this year, and I can't see any way it becomes competitive next year. I don't think Las Vegas is going to all of a sudden jump into whatever standard you think they can. Denver is in big trouble because Russell Wilson looks like one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> he really does. And then you look at the Chargers, and yeah, I, I do like Herbert a lot. I think he's great, but you just look at him and you're like, I don't see how they can ever be as good as the Chiefs. Now, I want to work in a little bit of our betting with Basic Hello. update right here, and I'm going to lead into it by firing off cut number 27, please. Boyd out to the right. Burrow looking. His throw caught by Chase. Heads for the end zone. Touchdown! Bengals! Joe Burrow with his third touchdown pass of the second half. Now that would give the Bengals a 27-17 lead. They would beat the Bucs 34-23. The Bengals at one point trailed in this game 17 to nothing. And for the garbage NFC South, the Bucs... <laughs> Still lead that division at six and eight, as all three of the other teams are five and nine. It's amazing that seven wins will probably get it done. 
If they just win one more, if they win the Atlanta game at the end. Or they might uh, have to beat Carolina. They might, now, right. Yeah. But, I mean, there, there's a chance. I'm not yeah. saying you want to – you probably want – eight will 100% do it. I agree with there's that. There's a possibility that you get to seven wins and you have the right tiebreaker and you're seven and ten. And that's and worth division. That's worth keeping an eye on continually because that is overwhelmingly likely to be the Cowboys' first-round playoff opponent. I will say, Corey, real quick, as that game – started and you got closer to halftime with Tampa actually playing pretty well. I thought, oh crap, we just lost to Jacksonville. And now Tampa all of a sudden is going to find it right before yeah. the playoffs start. Like I keep thinking you kind of, you don't have a buy. Don't get me wrong. You are going on the road against a below average team. You have to play that game and win it. But I'm like, all right. So the Cowboys fell to the five seed. It's where they're going to be. We already pretty much know they're not going to fall to six or seven. They're not going to go to number one or two. And so you're like, okay, so what? We win the first game by 10 points in the playoffs, and then we have to go on the road to most likely Philadelphia, uh, which is going to be a very tough game. But uh, luckily, Tampa then turned right back into Tampa. It didn't take long. And Tom, then Tom Brady's QBR this year, 22nd in the league. It's It's been a struggle. Now, how did the betting – I I only okay. knew the game that you put on with me. I don't know the rest of it. So, for Corey, I did take Cincinnati. They were minus three and a half, so they mm. covered that spread. And then I took um, the Chargers against you. They were minus three, and that ended up being a push. Yep. And then – Corey decided to take Dallas at minus four. Right. Which he hadn't bet Dallas all year. Yeah. I was feeling after that, after they stunk it up against Houston, like everybody said, that they'd come out with a, uh, what was it that you told Stephen to say, Kevin? Fire. Fire under their ass. Uh, but, they did. And they did. Like, they started they off They started off really good. They had three touchdowns in the first half. Nice. If the game was only... The first you know, half. Yeah, 30 minutes. 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. They were winning 27 to 10 after uh, 40 minutes. We would have minutes. won emphatically. In the last 20 minutes. It was like they emboppied us. There were, I think there were like <laughs> three or four weeks where everybody was just complaining about, I wish they'd come out and start better. And they did. Yeah. Twice now. Like they started well in the Houston game. I know. And like I can look back at that punt fumble and wonder, yeah. but. I, I can't believe that was the turn of events. All right, where are y'all at then? I'm down $140. $160. 160 because you got two L's there. We're still pushing it, pushing it real good. I've had a lot of very unlucky things happen, too. Some significantly unlucky Man, that things. is shocking. Both of the games you lost, your teams were up at one point by at least 17 points. Yeah. Wow, that... I was there. And then, Tampa was up. If you want to look at it just spread-wise, they were up 20 and a half points to start the game. That's true. And did you dominate Woolchuck I as well? I did, and luckily I did because Woolchuck, we only do $10. Okay. Woolchuck's a $10 better. I think I want to do that next year. All right. <laughs> and, uh, Unless I get a raise of some sort. And uh, he took New England plus one, okay. and they threw a great pass to the Raiders to finish that one off. Thank you. And then uh, he took the Bills minus seven. So those were his two picks. Uh, and then I decided, he said, we just for fun decided to pick the Arizona-Denver uh, game. I said, I'll take Denver because they were the home team. And so he ended up losing all three of those games. Arizona was plus three in that game. And so they did not, uh, you know, get that one. And then Gavin, I was down. So now I'm only down 20 bucks to Zach. Zach is still okay. up $20. Gavin was down $40. 
uh, going into this, and I took the Lions minus one and a half at the Jets. Luckily, they they got Ooh, that one done. Miss field goal, thank you very much. And then Gavin took Minnesota minus three and a half, and they won by three. So I won that one too by half a point. So I ended up going seven zero and one. You were the only person, Kevin. You didn't win, but you're the only person not to lose in betting with Basic. That might be my best ever weekend of betting with Basic. And I didn't pick all of them. I'm like, I picked well, them all. Good for you, buddy. Sometimes other people pick games and they're wrong. All right, back to across the rest of the NFL. Do you want to talk about Justin Fields, or do you want to go with the- What does he need to average, Kevin, to break the single-season rushing record for a quarterback? Okay, so he is now the third quarterback ever with joining Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson to run for 1,000 yards in a single season. What is the record? He needs to rush for 69 yards per game nice. for the <sighs> remainder of the season to break the single-season quarterback rushing record. I mean, it. that feels certainly more than reasonable that he will accomplish that. I think he got that on one run, didn't he, in the, <laughs> against the Eagles? Man, that... <laughs> And that non-touchdown was one of the best runs you'll ever see. Quarterback, running back, whatever. It was absolutely incredible. Tough that I, he stepped out of bounds, but they ended up getting the touchdown anyway. But yeah, so very impressive right there from Justin Fields. Less impressive on the young quarterback front, Desmond Ritter. He made his debut for the Falcons, or his first start for the Falcons, who have now lost five of their last six games. They lost to the Saints, 21-18. to 18. It looked like the Falcons were the competition to the Bucs in this division. Now, nobody wants to compete. But Desmond Ritter made his first start, and it was, it was not good. Why? He was 13 of 26 for a robust 97 yards. That's half of his, he completed half of his throws. And then he ran out of bounds with no time left on the clock in the game. So he was looking to make a play. Hit. He was trying to save his and body. And instead of week. instead of running out of bounds, like with a second or two left on the clock, or trying to make a throw or something, he's like ran out of bounds. And then he couldn't believe the so clock you, was up. You want him to either lower his shoulder, potentially get injured, sure, or turn around and throw it back to somebody and see what happened with the New well, England Patriots. Well, they were already losing. <laughs> At least in the Patriots, they're like, we have overtime. This one. <laughs> He just ran out of bounds, and then he looked dumbfounded that the clock was at zero. Whoa. He's like, like he was looking for somebody to be like, who changed the clock? Because snap, this is- <laughs> snapped on him. You did snap on him. Yeah. Indeed. All right, Steelers and the Panthers, as the Panthers don't want to compete in the NFC South either. In his 84th career game, I want to see if you guys can do this. Sam Darnold. TJ, no. 85th will be his next one. TJ Watt. Steve DeBerg. This is a defensive question. TJ Watt became the third fastest player to reach 75 career sacks. Did so in his 84th career game. Wow. Who are the two players that did it faster? JJ Watt. Now, keep in mind, individual statistics for sacks were only kept starting in 1982. JJ Watt is correct. He did it in 82 games. Uh, Lawrence Taylor. That he didn't have a lot. Oh, uh, Reggie with. White. Reggie White is correct. I would have guessed wrong. I was thinking more recent. I was thinking yeah. Miles Garrett, but I do want to point out he did it in sixty-five games. By the way, which is a whole like Reggie season White. faster than the watch. JJ, JJ Watt, uh, after this week's game, I believe, was asked to uh, 
take a test. And he said, uh, maybe it was, yeah, I think it was this like week. A spelling bee? Mm-mm. A drug test. Oh. And he said he's been asked to take a test after every single three-sack game of his career. Every okay. single time he's had three sacks, they're like, mm-mm, can't happen. We need to test you, sir, for PEDS. I mean, those are performance yes, enhancing drugs. No, I, I understand. They need to call those things different because it makes them sound good. Yeah. So oh, I can be that, better? Huh. That is an interesting point. You can enhance my performance? Hey, wait. These are performance enhancers? Somebody asked where the Cowboys sit in the playoff like hierarchy since we were talking Fifth. about it. By the way, the Cowboys are still favored by two points over the Eagles. Not only are the Cowboys fifth, they're fifth to the spot where they have a sizable lead over the Giants, and they would almost need to lose out and have the Giants went out to jump over them, though not quite. And they're to the point where to get past Philadelphia, they would have to win out and the Eagles would have to lose out. So you're almost guaranteed at this point to stay at the fifth spot, which would put you against the worst division winner, which is already locked in to be the NFC South. If the Cowboys didn't win another game for the rest of the regular season, Kevin, would you consider this season a failure? Oh. No, because I would look back at how a lot of folks felt at the beginning of the year. I get it. If you look at it right now and you're like, you close out with four straight losses and probably lost in the playoffs. Could have lost to the Texans. I, I totally oh, no, They're going to win that. the Super Bowl. But at the end of the regular season, oh, yeah. people They're are going to be favored like, against oh. the Eagles. How are they not favored to win the Super Bowl? Because <laughs> it's a home game. That's well, it's probably because it. Kansas City. No, oh, we'll talk I, about that tomorrow and Mike okay. asks all the football questions. I, I, I love Kansas City, but I'm not so convinced that they're a good playoff can't game. Can't wait right to now. have that conversation. But for everybody who thinks the season would be a failure, I 100% understand mm. where you're coming from. Although I did just respond to somebody who was like, the Cowboys are below average. I was like, you think a 10-4 and Cowboys team is below average. If you think the way the franchise is run is below average, yeah. that's a different deal. If you think that the Cowboys this year are below average, I don't believe that you know football. Right now, Cowboys jerseys aren't on sale. Jaguars jerseys are on sale, which means if you're under 500, they're selling your jerseys cheaper. Oh. That's how good the Cowboys are. They don't even have to discount their jerseys. <laughs> We're the KNC masterpiece. That is a great point. Get right your here. jerseys. They're, no, they're available. No, I will you, not. They will be delivered on Friday or Saturday. It says an NFL.com guarantee if you want to get the T-Law jersey. Did you order Three one? Three different colors. Did you order one? Are you putting me on the spot That's here? That's right. I want to, but I don't wear jerseys much. So you don't believe in T-Law? Oh, you're daring me to order a jersey. <laughs> All right. If I order two, will you wear a T-Law jersey? For just for free? Yeah, you get a, but you have to wear it every every uh, Friday. Every no, that is too much. No deal. First week, it'll be a new Ten jersey. Ten Fridays a year. Kevin, you love wearing the same thing all the time. Hey! Nice. That is hurtful but fair. He went to almost Duke. That's right. It's the Duke of South Carolina. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 like The title. Fan. <laughs> Coming up next, let's chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation right here on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan right now, courtesy of DM Leasing and courtesy of the second day of Hanukkah, it is time for our chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen. How is you today? Terrific, Higgy. Thanks for asking. Now, that was pretty good, actually. That was really good. Is you have made a suggestion that we light the menorah during the crosstalks. What can can we make this happen? Yeah, my Do you mom. You have to light it at any time of day is okay? Or? Usually at nighttime, okay. yes. But my mother's got like a ridiculous amount of menorahs this year. I put this up on Instagram. I don't know what happened. I think she has my grandparents' menorahs. But we've got like five or six at our house right now. we got now. home and away menorahs? Yeah, literally. Yeah. But except all the aways are now at home as well, Brian. Yeah. So we're lading a ridiculous cornucopious amount of menorahs. So I think I could probably ask to borrow one and we could light one during crosstalk. Did you make one as a kid growing up when you were going to school and stuff? I like probably that? did. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't probably think saved that, it for you. There's um, no way that that thing has lasted really? until now. Yeah, sure you think that I would have craftsmanship, made? you think? Of course. I was never an arts and crafts kid. Did you ever whittle a, dr- a dreidel? Um, uh, yeah, I did. I nice. did. Dreidels are fun. Yeah. Those are fun. You said a potato latke before, too. I bet you that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm a latke champion. Yeah. Kevin, filter we, fish. We can do that's that. That's not good. But we also it's have awful. to have a baby Jesus up here if we're going to do that. All right. I'm in. We got to We gotta be across so the So we board. don't offend any particular non-included No, we should religion. be all inclusive. Oh, yeah, all inclusive. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel like sure. that's what just, we're trying to do. Just like the cruise ships, you know, all inclusive. Okay. Continental breakfast? Mm-hmm. I've never been on a cruise, and I'm still sad about I've that. I've never been on one either. Oh, you got to change that. So we go on a cruise All together. Right. Let's do it. So uh, is it just going to be y'all two or y'all doubling? <laughs> I kind of hope this ship gets sucked, stuck out at sea. Oh, my God. <laughs> leaping hater. Why, Broadus? What have I done to you? <laughs> this is what I've got to deal with for five hours, Krusty Brian. I was going to bring up a Broadus oh, tweet that I liked I from it. the game yesterday. I can get like, the word stuck out. I said, suck, man. That's fantastic. I oh, also man. hope that happens for you out on the voyage. Well, Broadus, I was going to bring out your really savvy point of the season has taken a toll on Micah. It has. Is that just from the perspective of playing on the line of scrimmage and you get contact like no, every it's single just, play? Uh, you know, they've done their best to try and limit the opportunities. He has, he's had a couple of games, I think the Green Bay game, where he hit 96% of the snaps and stuff like that. So they're doing their best to, to eliminate him. But you watch him play, and they're trying. Yesterday they really tried to move him around yeah. to maybe take some advantage of, you know, put him over Walker Little, the backup tackle, let him rush there. He just does not have that initial 
explosiveness that he had. He just doesn't have it right now. And I think he I think it's mm. they're trying to they're trying to chop him, they're trying to double him, they're trying to chip him. I mean, you know, one-on-one blocks, they're trying to do the twist stuff. I mean, there's a lot going on in that young man's life and you know, it, I think it's slowing him down. I really do. The the He's not the only one that's had sacks this year, though. There have been a lot of other guys, and in the last two weeks, they've had one. Yeah, they figured out, teams have figured out really quickly how to take advantage of this, the movement with the Cowboys. Okay. And when you, when, you know, the screens, the quick game, the, the misdirection stuff, you know, that's all discipline. The misdirection stuff is all discipline. And like, okay, you know, Blockers are going away. Here comes the, you know, here comes the the puller, and you know you got to be ready for that. Or ball's going to bounce outside. You got to be ready for the fill. But yeah, teams have teams have figured out that do not let their pass rush be the factor why you lose this game. And they did. I think I think the last couple of weeks we've seen teams really goes back to even going back to Indianapolis a little bit. You know they figured out that we're not going to let this pass rush be a factor. And so the ball's getting out quicker. I mean, you look at what the, like those next-gen stats things, and Trevor Lawrence has done a great job since they've kind of started on winning these games of getting rid of the football. And teams just aren't going to let Dallas rush anymore. That's just not going to happen. I thought, yeah, I thought Trevor Lawrence did a pretty good job yesterday of not letting the pressure yeah. be the thing you know, throughout the game. He was they, like, Doug right, Peterson a, called a, a really good game, I thought. The misdirection looks, yeah. and, and I pointed this out. I was like, this is a little taste. If the Cowboys have to play 49ers, the Niners, yeah, I mean, think about that. It's scary about that. It's absolutely scary. Is it safe to say? I know critique or praise drives people insane one way or another, but perhaps the Cowboys' quarterback does not excel at getting rid of the ball quickly. On his uh, the interception he had, he double pumped the ball, and he was like when they got in a situation when he was trying to throw the ball to Schultz and Schultz being open. They had some problems. They didn't handle the twist particularly well, and then all of a sudden that's on Peters. And so now Dak is sitting there, and he sees Schultz. He sees Schultz, and he wants to throw the ball to Schultz, but in his mind he also sees this flash of a jersey in front of the linebacker. And so now he's in a situation like, okay, am I going to throw this ball and have it intercepted right here? But the linebacker, the defender had been clear, was clear. So he pulls the ball down, and then he tries to recock it to throw again, and then that's where Peters had the problem of getting hitting, uh, you know, giving up this losing sustain, and now he gets hit in the back. I'll tell you on the on the other interception he had, the, just from watching it, I thought it was a pretty good play call. They run they run double picks on the play, so they're going to try and run Schultz. And Lamb underneath, right. and that's why you saw the cluster of guys. Yeah, because they were trying to clear. They were trying to clear uh, Noah Brown underneath, and so when you look at the end zone copy, the ball is in a good spot. Noah Brown made a catch going down to the ground last week for fifty something yards. Again, in the, before his touchdown catch in this game, the second one, he makes a low adjusting catch as well. So really unfortunate. Ball was in a good spot. You got to make that play. Jenkins did a great job of reacting, by the way, to the play as he it did. as it caroms off him. But I, you know, I give Kellen Don't give Moore him any credit. Well, I, I give know, Kellen I Moore hate a lot doing of, that too. But he did. Stephen always says that. Well, no, but the thing about it is, you, I give I give Kellen Moore a lot of crap because the third and ten play where they threw the ball down the sidelines, I 
to me, I'm like, okay, if you get in bunch formation or you, if you want to throw the ball, you should have thrown it first or second down. Yeah. And then you get in a situation where they're expecting run. You pop one of those waggle passes or something like that to Schultz for nine yards. So now it's second and one. They're having to use timeouts. But, yeah, the third and ten, I'm throwing it to Gallup, who's a 50-50 ball catcher. He's drawn pass interference penalties in the past. So, yeah, I mean, I love the double pick stuff. I love things like that because if they're not going to call them, because the Jaguars were doing the same thing to you. Mm -hmm. They were running picks and rubs and stuff, getting guys open, you know, during the game. So, you know, it's just unfortunate that that ended your game. Here here would be my question to that, though. Noah Brown was having a great game. He was. But in that situation, wouldn't you want that going to C.D. Lamb? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, you know, if you want to talk about a bigger body guy, you mean Schultz and Brown coming across. If you look at the third and 10 on all 22 that they threw down the sidelines, they, they triple covered C.D. Lamb. Three guys went with him on the, on the play. So you're thinking like, oh, okay. And it was kind of like that in the second half of that football game. They did. They adjusted defensively. They weren't going to let him beat them in this football game. But, you know, I could see Noah Brown has been pretty reliable for you. You know, you you talk about five for five targets against Cincinnati. Really one of the reasons why you won the game. Yeah, it's just, it just, he, that was a, that was a bad, just a bad play for Noah Brown. I mean, he he catches that ball. You're still driving and you're probably going to kick a field goal and win that game. The number throughout the day has continued to rise as the Dallas Cowboys are now two and a half point favorites Let's go. over what? the Philadelphia Eagles. In the span they of our show, is. they've gone up from one and a half point favorites to two and a half point favorites over the Vegas the probably knows that the Eagles are going to rest guys. I could definitely see that. Already? Well, I just, you know, to me, if I'm Philadelphia. Three weeks left. I try and send a message. I try and send and a Nick message. Sirianni's not resting, guys. He wants I, to come in and beat the crap their out of the reporters, Their guys that cover their team are already starting to talk about that Holy this morning. Holy moly. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys got coming up on the program today? Pure gold as always, Higgy. Thanks so much for asking. Yes. Uh, we've got Krusty's <laughs> Corner. More breakdown coming up at 2.40. Mike McCarthy's presser at 3. And we'll have our buddy Kyle Yeomans, DallasCowboys.com at 4 o'clock. Why does your Dawson sound like Shaq? I don't know. Shawson. I like it. All right. We've been the KNC Masterpiece. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. We'll be back tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. See you next year, Kevin. Kevin, say I fought the law. And the law won! No, I won't. Snap! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. 
stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.